So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... AJ Diaferio from the band Weirwolves. And we're going to ask them some questions today about their new album, Evil Things. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Uh, I think it's I think it's awesome. Everybody has been super cool. It's just fantastic that it's finally out. And people have had... How long has it been now? Like a month and a half? Yeah, about that. Yeah, that's insane. This album has been sitting on my phone for almost three years and people oh. finally, it's just so cool. And everybody's been super awesome about it. And I've yet to see a bad review and that's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know. If oh, the album rocks. I was listening to it again like it right before this and it's very good. Mm-hmm. And now are you enjoying the rest of it or only fall with me? <laughs> no, I am enjoying the rest of it. I promise. Yeah. But Fall With Me yeah. is still the best song on the album. I caught him listening to it a couple times today. So That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Um, yeah, actually. Uh, well, the meaning behind the, uh, the name, it's just what, what gets you in, into hell. Evil things. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, plus it sounds rock and roll. I don't know. I thought that was mm-hmm. such a cool um and then the, the album art itself is like the mouth of the hellhound uh and inside the mouth is uh on uh nine different sinners who are who are supposed to represent like each layer like burning in hell okay very cool wow that's sick. Yeah. that's that's sick that's sick yeah if you like if you like stretch it out you can see like each person is like being tortured inside hell flames it's oh, awesome that's so- Oh, okay. All right. Now that you explain, I get it. I get it now. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, that's sick. That's sick. Um, so can you tell us a little about your writing process for this album? <laughs> oh, man. Because it took like three years to put this album together. Uh, and I do mean like literally up until the very last moment. Like I'd say we had until, uh, what is it? Uh Life of a Parasite was written in September, okay. like a month before it made the album. Yeah. Uh, so the writing process, we originally had like a different lineup at the start of this album. And uh, we kind of like clashed uh, just personality wise and direction wise. And we had a guitar player that basically just wanted to like, he wanted more control of the band than we were allowing him and uh it was one of those things like we started the project without him he joined like once we had some momentum going and so i think he got a lot of things misconstrued of how we wanted the project to be and uh plus he was working on his own uh nameless project and uh just came to a point where we had everything tracked and he just didn't want to be part of it anymore and he quit and so we ended up getting into kind of a legal battle with him over uh, some stuff on the album, uh, in particular a song that was released with uh, Wasteland when it first came out called The Heretic. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up replacing The Heretic with uh, Life of a Parasite due to a cease and desist issue. Okay. Wow. And so... The process of it was like crazy. Uh, It was one of those things like going into this, we had like 
the idea to make this concept record and we wanted to make it uh, something really immersive. And so having the idea for Dante's Inferno was kind of like a way for me to dissect uh, the book and figure out who would write the best song for each layer. And I think we did a good job of divvying it out between the band members and figuring out like uh, the last song on the album, I actually wrote guitars for that, uh, for uh, what was it, Between the Cracks. Very cool. So like everybody kind of played their own little part. Uh, Welcome to Hell uh, was conceived uh, with a newer guitar player who is not mm. currently in the project either. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, we went through, it's funny, uh, we had this article that came out in um, Alpern Magazine that our publicist wrote up. And uh, it was, she, she loved the tagline that I came up with, the, uh, the album about hell written in hell, because we really <laughs> did go through some hard times making this record. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, it, it, I don't think, I don't think you can hear it, but I hear it in the album, like all the anger and like personal battles that went on to create these songs, even though they are like some of them are fun and you know very in your face, and but there's just so much behind everything that's on that record, and it's it's one of those things like it's almost hard to listen to for me. Yeah, at this point, um, but I love it. I listen to it all the time. As you should. <laughs> so you said you were down to wire on recording this as much as like September. You mean September of this year, like a month before you put the record out, you were still tracking stuff? Life of a Parasite was added to the album right at the deadline. Like we got the final mix of it the day it was due. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. So like we had we had some issues. Like uh, the legal the legal stuff kind of went on for uh, a couple months sorry it's like hot right now yeah uh, all the legal stuff kind of went on for a little while and we we really needed to put something else i wasn't going to put out a half ass a half done album especially when you're doing a concept record mm -hmm. so to have someone take something that was a part of the concept uh felt very personal and mm -hmm. uh uh that song may or may not have elements that uh represent how i may have felt during this whole process mm -hmm. okay a little bit of a jab yeah, yeah. Uh, i'd say that it's a, more of like a sucker punch <laughs> all right yeah. lyrically it's definitely a sucker punch it, it's it's definitely about a combination of things but mainly directed at one person in particular and it might not even be the person who i went to that issue with there was a lot going on at the time all right oh wow but i'm right. glad it made because and honestly i think it took over the place of a song that was just not as good as that one. There you go. All right. And I, I appreciate how open you are about everything. Cause you totally could just be like the album took three years to write. And you know, I went through some shit in the end. So I appreciate <laughs> how you're like, yeah, we had like legal battles and band member changes and all sorts of shit. So. Well, I feel like it's disingenuous and like a lot of people in the industry, like they have to kind of tiptoe around things. And I don't know. I've just never been that kind of person. I like, I like to just, speak openly and candidly oh, yeah. thank you for that yeah well thank you guys <laughs> of course but, but, oh shoot um so <laughs> i want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it sorry <laughs> oh man oh, that's hard <laughs> uh 
favorite lyric. I, I can tell you what the most metal lyric on the whole album is. I don't know about favorite. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, behold the souls that live in wrath and swallow their faith, choke back the bile and let its venom blister your throat. <laughs> oh, That's one yeah. Of the most thing you could put into a song. It's in that song rap. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I love doing that live because it allows me to like, because it's so such a menacing like uh, lyric, you know, you can really get into like the the, the position for the yeah, you know, and I love that. I love that it makes you kind of get into a character like mm-hmm. without even thinking about it. It's just it's just so like you want to do the claws, you want to do all of that. Yeah, you want to make the mean face. <laughs> you know yeah i love but, it but uh i don't know like follows me for example has a lot of my favorite lyrics in that uh i like um uh sink your teeth deep into the flesh mark me up so there's nothing left i think that's that's i love that lyric i don't know um that's a fucking banger i can't think of a, I can't think of a favorite man i really can't like there's actually no <laughs> okay we are the i love i love my favorite lyric on the whole album I actually wrote this and I apologize glory for saying, for saying this is going to be very foul, but okay. I, uh, the second, uh, the second verse in uh, wasteland I wrote mm-hmm. at three o'clock in the morning while taking a shit. Cause I woke up in nice. the middle of the night and it popped in my head. So I was just sitting there and it's, uh, um, we are the human race made up of human waste. And I think that's just such an awesome lyric. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's topical too for what you were doing as well. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, that's what Wasteland represents the land of shit because in the book, it's just there's uh, lakes of just diarrhea. Oh. Yeah. So I, that whole song is just one giant poop joke as well as like uh, personal uh, struggles with drug, uh, drug addiction. All right. All right. Uh, so what song on the album took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite uh i'd say life of parasite because it took fucking three years to pump out yeah. yeah uh technically the acoustic song is something like uh hang on waiting so for the longest time like i had spent a lot of time just playing this little thing over and over again the is this in key? Yeah, it's that little. Mm-hmm. So I was just noodling around with that forever in this chord structure. That... And it was one of those things I've been playing that like whole little. For 10 years. Mm-hmm. until it came time for like we needed something for the song for the album and i was i, I just i remember this little thing just was like this needed to be the whole album this is how we ended yeah and i don't know uh i think it's my favorite because it's the the most vulnerable sounding thing i've ever put out you know it was the most it was years of vocal lessons and vulnerability and i had spent so long yelling my guts out into a microphone and it was just nice to be able to take it down a notch and just like kind of sing it out 
Yeah. I don't know. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I think Wait, that that song is just so beautiful. And it has that presentation of a love song, but it's it's not a love song. It's literally about uh, being frozen in the final layer of hell, contemplating everything that went wrong in your life to get you into this isolated, desolate, nothing of an existence. So for definitely all the opposite of a love song. Yeah, But it's pretty. It is it pretty. Is. At least yeah, it comes off pretty. like one. Just don't listen mm-hmm. to the lyrics. I was going to say that, yeah. God. I'm guilty for all of the things that you say. <laughs> I love that. It's so pretty. I played that terribly. I don't play guitar. Neither <laughs> do I. It's okay. <laughs> I yeah, I only played that song. That's it, and not well. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, how did the tracklist for this album come about? Did you guys write the opener to be the opener, closer to be the closer? Just kind of shuffle it around, listen through a couple times. How was that process like? The opener was written as an opener. The closer mm-hmm. was written as a closer, and everything in between was just a bunch of. You wanted to do this? Let's try this. Okay. Wow. It was Trial by Fire. The entire album is Trial by Fire. Because I don't know if you guys have... Have you guys ever listened to our EP? No. I don't... I think I listened to part of it when you guys submitted, like, hey, we want to come on the podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. And I listened to some of your stuff. So I think I have, but I can't place it. Yeah. The the po- the, uh, the the podcast. Um, the, the EP is completely different. And it's 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 more of like a traditionally uh, metalcore like it's just a straight up metalcore rock and roll record, mm-hmm. you know, with a with some with some hate a lot of hate songs, <laughs> a lot of jabs, a lot of like there's some songs in there kind of have like a like a funny feel to it. And uh, with this, we kind of wanted to grow a little bit, so this whole album was like an opportunity to show that we could be more than just some South Florida based metalcore project. And show them, like, you know, hey, we have interest in going a little more active rock. Mm. And, you know, this is where our musical tastes are, like, in our 30s. <laughs> and so, like, hey, you know, let's try to, I don't know, let's, let's, let's try to be a little more authentic. The first record was, hey, let's just have some fun and make something just fucking loud. Let's get some mm-hmm. And this was, yeah, this was, okay, we're loud. So how do we also show that we're good writers <laughs> yeah all right yeah okay so it was kind of just like fine-tuning it figuring out what you want to do yeah and i think that that was what made doing a concept record a lot of fun was the fact of you know each representation of each layer of hell kind of has its own uh has its own vibe and own presentation so we wanted to try to make everything sound as close to what the depiction of that uh layer of hell was like so you know that's why we have a song like fall with me which is you know based around lust and that's why we have uh under my throne which is based off of violence and wrath which is based off of hate and you know treachery is uh between the cracks so you have all these different like elements and grooves and I don't know, a, a chance to like try something new. Yeah. And I think we're going to bring that into everything that we do going forward. Okay. 
And last question, then you can go, Shane. Sorry. Will you be doing more concept records? Because I know you had fun with this one. So will you find something else to kind of write another album around? I may or may not already have done that. (laughs) Are you allowed to tell us what it is, what to expect? I, I think you should expect something a lot darker. I don't know. I, after doing so much research on Dante's Inferno and it's just, I'm kind of like obsessed with the whole like heaven hell battle mm-hmm. and I'm very pro hell at this point. And I don't mean that yeah. in like, a, like I'm going to join the church of Satan or anything like that. Uh, or, you know, claim I'm a Satanist, but I'm definitely going to play more in the wheelhouse of uh, ideology and uh demonology yeah all right okay i look forward to seeing that then. very exciting yeah. exciting um so where there's is a the- there's big overhaul coming like we're we're doing a, a rebrand and no you know, things are a lot darker okay rebrand is in a name that i can pronounce or are you guys sticking with the name <laughs> oh we're gonna definitely stay with the name but you won't you might have a, a little bit of trouble reading it and a lot of the symbols might kind of be weird <laughs> Okay. And demonic. Perfect. All right. I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, so where was your headspace at while you guys are writing this album? Um, well, considering half the band was at each other's throats, um, I was running around like a maniac. Uh, my guitar player was going through some personal issues. We were all kind of in hell. Yeah. 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 It was, it was an all encompassing hell of a record to put together we were we went through some shit yeah uh some of us made it out some of us are still in hell uh (laughs) i don't know it was just my my headspace was just wrapped around like please just can we just get this the fuck done (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's all i want fair enough so i can tell you where my head's at now i'm definitely relieved and ready to go back into the belly of the beast (laughs) Perfect. Glad, glad it's better now. Everything's yeah. Everything's fixed now. Everything is everything is in a everything is better. The ship we we plugged all the holes that was uh, leaking water into the ship, and uh, we're sailing. We're moving. Awesome. Hell no yeah. more lawsuits. No, hopefully. hopefully. Okay, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. People, people be assholes. For real, yeah. yeah. So. How do you recommend your listeners to uh, listen to the, this album for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on? Should they work out to it? What do you personally recommend? I mean, however you uh, digest a record nowadays. I don't know how people listen to music. I, like, I, like I said before, I'm in my 30s, so like I... I uh, I like to listen to an album just as a whole, like in my car, or I like to listen to it uh, just kind of with headphones by myself and just kind of take it all in. Um, I don't know. How do you, let me ask you, how do you, how do you guys listen? You guys are just single people or you guys listen to like the full mm-hmm. album? Uh, uh, I'm an album guy. Um, okay. I know that. That's so how do you like, like an album? What? I said, how do you like to digest now? However, typically sitting right here where I'm at right now. Um, <laughs> but on occasion, it's like if I don't have enough time, I'll listen to it like while I'm driving home from work or something. 
Um, but usually it's just sitting right here with my decent pair of speakers kind of taking it all in. Mm -hmm. Lori, what about you? Um, if it's an artist like that, I've been looking forward to like a big release, like Silk Sonic or Tyler, the creator's new album. I listened to the Tyler one with my dad because he was excited about it too. So, and we just kind of blocked everything out while listening to it. And with Silk Sonic, I just kind of listened to it in the dark with headphones on. And then just with like everyday stuff, it's usually just the entire album in full, just kind of while I'm working or baking usually. Yeah. So all of that. Mm -hmm. that that's how I want them. To, that's how I want people to listen to it. Exactly as you guys just put it. Perfect. Just, just listen to the damn thing. That, yeah. Just yeah. It, put it that way. Yeah. Just, however you're going to listen to music, however you like listening to music, listen to it. If you just want to hear the heavy songs, uh, they, they have heavy titles. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can usually that. pick them out. Yeah, yeah, if you want the lighter songs, they got lighter titles. Uh, and the in-between songs got in-between titles. So fucking do that. Or, you know, pop in some headphones, get throw on a nice hoodie, lay in bed, enjoy it. Go work out. Go go for a run. Go do something. I don't know. However you want to listen to the album, just fucking listen to it. Fair <laughs> That's enough. it. That's all I want. I just want you to listen to it. Good answer. Because Perfect. you listening to it affords for me to keep making them. So Exactly. Keep doing it. Well, they might have to stream it a couple thousand times. Uh, yeah yeah but um yeah, at some point <laughs> yeah because i'm gonna i'm gonna do it again i'm gonna make something i'm gonna try to aim for another fall with me mm -hmm. all right so there get, you I'm go gonna get that for you <laughs> all fall right. with me too yeah fall with me too perfect I'll give you a shout at the end of it <laughs> perfect love it um so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less absolute fucking chaos I, I yeah i figured you were gonna say that that makes sense yeah <laughs> it, it's a, it's a very bipolar record it's up down left right wherever you want to go uh we're gonna take you there for sure perfect so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners um <laughs> I think the overall principle of the entire record is just be a better person. Oh. Yeah. That's it. Figure it out. You don't want to end up in hell. So yeah. if you believe in hell, you don't want to go there. Um, so just, you know, hold doors for people and uh, say thank you. Uh, and don't be an asshole. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe tell people you love them more. I, I don't know. It's a very hateful record, so maybe don't be such a uh, asshole, and uh, you know you won't have to you won't have to experience the afterlife that this record is. All right, perfect. There you go. Is it wait? Is this like a threat? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a promise. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um. So, what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this album, if any? Um. I'd say there's, I don't know, it's, it's hard. There, there's so many influences that went into the creation of this record from uh, pretty much a lot of the covers. Uh, everyone we've pretty much covered has gone into there. I'd say like a, a lot of Atreyu kind of shines through, hmm. like old Atreyu, um, Ice Nine. Um, I'd say 
<laughs> in fact, we we wrote a nice nine song and then featured Spencer on it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> like if you really listen to it, it's just it's all it is is like I said it to him too when I sent him the song. I was like, hey, now I have to warn you, it has a very predator becomes a prey feel, but that's, that's also the best album though. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. There's some, there's some Rob Zombie elements. Um, there's, I don't know. There was there was there was never a, a clear cut like we want to showcase, you know, our love of these specific bands. I know a lot of bands are guilty of that, um, but with us, it was kind of like a, the biggest influence I think is sixteen year old us because we weren't so jaded, yeah. and we just loved music and we wanted to make the music that we loved as older men so our biggest influence is is high school us all right that's so wholesome okay um are you no you were, okay you're just breathing all right yeah. <laughs> sorry so, for breathing Lori. my bad i do um, I, i'm telling you i do everything for high school or like nine-year-old me that's it as you should that's, as you should yeah uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this record I mean, you're, you're having me like go back through three years in my head um yeah. favorite favorite memory i'd say when that guitar player quit there you go <laughs> yeah because uh, fuck that guy <laughs> all right um, uh no i i think i think my overall favorite it's not even really a memory it's just i went through some shit with my friends and i think it made us better friends the ones who were strong enough to keep holding on uh yeah that that that's it the ones that the ones that i can turn to and depend on and and the new people who came in that i wish would have been here from the start like the whole group that we have now i i wish they would have been there for this entire record but then again if they were there we wouldn't have this record yeah 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 so i don't know i guess when we finished recording it i think that was my favorite memory all right yeah. like fun when we put it out that's my favorite memory of the record yeah because you there were you recording go. up until a month before it came out so yeah when 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 fall with me became your favorite song <laughs> there you go perfect um so picture this you're on tori at a gas station for a rest stop whether it's next choice oh man is it, do I, I can't answer the pretzels thing again. So I got to think of a new, a new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know what? I just had these at a gas stop. I guess I just picked these up at a gas station on my mm-hmm. way here. Uh, they are the Arizona gummies. The, uh, oh God. yes. Yeah. Uh, I got the Arnold Palmer ones. Oh, I need to those find are, those. Those are special. Yeah. That is a special treat. If I'm in a, if I'm, in a Wawa or if I'm in a Bucky's or, you know, just your average mobile, if they have that, I'm going to get that again. Yeah. Yeah. I just discovered those like maybe two months ago. They're so much better than Welch's. They're so good. They're I, I don't even remember the name Welch's when I see those. Wow. <laughs> <Do not exist>. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, so on the talk on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Man, you guys, you guys got some thought provoking questions this round, huh? Oh, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm deep in this. I'm deep in this right now. Like, are we? I'm trying to think if we're. I, we're definitely a hot dish for okay. sure. 
hot dish. Uh, shit. I want to say a casserole, maybe, because there's so many, so many elements to putting it together. It's oh, just, so, it's just a complicated dish. But if it's mm-hmm. done right, it's delicious. That's good. That's great. That's good. I like that. Yeah. The uh, next, the next one's gonna be a seven layer bean dip, but I don't feel like I don't feel like sorry, we're. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> bean dip. Okay. All right. I was just trying to think of dishes that require a lot. Maybe a shepherd's pie. Okay. Right. Anything with layers to it. Yeah, Many layers. Like, a lot of layers. layers. Um, All right. So for the last couple of questions, we're gonna shift away from music. Uh, so if you could be one animal for the rest of your life, what animal would you be and why? What do you think I'm going to say? A werewolf. Oh, well, technically that's part man. I would just go wolf. All right. There you go. Yeah. I just want to take naps and eat shit. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. That's I just want to rip things apart and then sleep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist, dead or alive, who would you have lunch with and why? Easy question. Christopher Walken, because he's just awesome. Ooh, or Nick Cage. Ooh, Nick Cage. Okay. I feel like actually Christopher Walken would be cool, but I feel like Nick Cage and I would be like, fuck it. He we would leave that dinner table, boys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, like like <laughs> I get like a he he'd be one of those dudes that like definitely would text me like really weird shit and send me like really cool memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Nick Cage is that hip still that mm-hmm. he's just, you know, I'm just getting along with the times, man. Yeah. You know, he always just loves kind of like Elvisy. Yeah, yeah. Like into, you know heartbreak hotel yeah <laughs> i lo- i love how you said oh this is the easiest question ever gave us an answer and immediately changed it yeah yeah is, well <laughs> hold on right. it's worth it okay okay oh man i'm so glad i get to wear this on a thing where that is better than life-size cut out of nick cage oh my god i'd probably wear this to the dinner because he'd be flattered yeah hey man that's just want to say it's a real cool hoodie it's me it's nick cage that's cool oh my god i feel like he would would make a matching one with your face (laughs) on it then now you can see why i changed it from christopher walken but yeah you know i feel like this is the right the right answer right here. Yes. It is. It is. I'm gonna um, wear this the rest of the day. Perfect. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so for this last question, boom, you're on a desert island. You can bring one movie, one person, and one album. Who and what are you bringing? Oh man. One album, one movie, and one what? Person. One person. I mean, my wife would kill me if I didn't say her. But yeah. Does it have to be somebody I know? No. No. Can my wife still come? Or is it only one person? It's one, one person. Ah, fuck. It has to be her because she's going to get real mad. She's actually going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't, Nick I'm Cage. just saying. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like he would help me craft a lot of shit and we'd eventually figure out how to get off that island together. Yeah, for sure. And then we would sell that story and then make a movie out of it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And then that would be a movie that I'd bring to the Desert Island. Because oh. we together, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I I'd say like if I was gonna fuck one movie forever, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and an album. Yeah. <laughs> part of me, part of me wants to say the crow, and the other part of me wants to say the soundtrack of the crow. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like that's. I'm not wearing enough makeup for that right now. Um, uh, I'd probably say Batman Returns. Oh yeah. Because I discovered the other day that I kind of slightly almost love that more than the first Batman, okay. even though the first Batman is like everything to me. I don't mm-hmm. know. Just, the second one just has Danny DeVito, who's basically just early Frank Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, go back and watch it. It's Frank Reynolds. Like, it's <laughs> he took the penguin and put it into that into Always Sunny. And it's yeah. been great. What if that's just <laughs> Danny DeVito, though? Have we thought about that? And he is, he is transcended acting. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and one album. Oh, man. That's quite possibly one of the hardest things. Actually, you know what? No. It's my go-to. I always go back to it. Uh, Hellbilly Deluxe by Rob Zombie. All right. Okay. Perfect. So I could listen to this on repeat forever. I mean, I can give you two other runners up. Go for it. Sure. Um, close runners up would be uh, Three Cheers to Sweet Revenge by My Chemical Romance. Oh, Singer. good. Yeah. And uh, uh, self-titled The Used. Ah, Another banger. So good. So good. Yeah. Taste. Mm-hmm. Um, when are you gonna, let me ask you a question. When are you guys going to air this? Like, a month pro- and a half. Like- 2022. Early 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I tell you guys something? But you swear, actually, no, no, I can't. I can't tell us when we're done recording. Yeah, yeah. I will tell. I will tell you when I'm done recording. But let's just say Monday, mm-hmm. something massive is dropping, and I'm freaking out about it. I'm dying to tell people. But okay, you guys have to keep it so hush. All right, I okay. think I might know what this is. Um, is probably not. Thing? I think. Uh, I, okay. So as I said, so as I said, that's all the questions you have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug or you? Sorry, it's just one person. My bad. Uh, we got a uh, <laughs> just for fun. Uh, we did uh, a full black metal drop. Okay. And so we got the logo. Very sick. Perfect. We went. Oh my god, that's so cool. Super crypt with it. Uh, there's a. It's not in here, but there's like, there's like six designs. So I just, I, I found this one artist. I fell in love with their work. Um, some, I found some company online that did uh, black metal logos. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I've also yeah. been known for corpse paint once in a great moon. I may or may not wear it at our next show just because I want to. Because right. uh, Norwegian black metal musically, I can't, it's not for me, but like stylistically, I just fucking I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm dropping little seeds inside the brains of like everybody in the group that like, hey, one day I'm just going to always be in black metal makeup. So like fucking get, get used on to it. Get over it. Get used to <laughs> but, it and we might become a black metal band. I don't know. Yeah, we're definitely not going to be. But for huh? sure, like there's going to be black metal elements. Like I've been listening to a lot of Cradle of Filth lately, and I'm like, oh, you know what our music's missing? Uh, orchestral like epic parts. 
Oh lord. <laughs> and like not maybe necessarily in the whole song, but like intro, outro, the whole set connecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'd be cool. All right. That'd yeah, be cool. I, I, it might play well into this whole like diving deeper into the darker side of uh darker and cynical side of uh, our project. For sure. For sure. That'd be good. All right. Yeah. Other than that, the black metal drop is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Dropping it probably about three o'clock. It'll have been out for a while by the time that this airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you don't know about it, go check it out. We made it for people who want to wear black metal uh, band stuff, but do not fucking like black metal. Because I don't know about you guys, I fall down these rabbit holes where I'm like on indie merch or like all these other things. And I'm like, oh man, this aborted tea is so cool. Or, you know, <laughs> I love this. Yeah, like I, I just, all these black metal bands and like deathcore bands and stuff like that have the sickest merch. Like mm-hmm. I'm not really that big of a fan of Carnifex, but like I love all of their merch. And it's yeah. like, uh, I want to wear it, but I feel like such a fucking poser. Yeah, yeah. Borna Shore's got sick merch too. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I listen to them, but not enough to be like, oh, yeah, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like, I won't rep a band unless I'm, I'm either friends with them or I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, you know? <laughs> All I right. agree. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for so that. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for seeing us. has been AJ from Werewolves, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.